Hello, my dear and welcome once again to Living Daily by His Word. Yesterday, we studied 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and there we learned how Paul was able to tell us that we need to be able to discern between the apostles of Christ and the apostles of the devil. And yeah, it's by actually hiding the word of God in our heart. Because if Eve could be deceived, we also, if we're not careful, might also be deceived. But we are meant to believe in the word of God and hold firm to his word because his words are true and his promises are yea and amen. So I'm going to start in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But before we get to the word of God today, let's seek his face in prayers. Lord, thank you greatly because you are a God and there's none like you. You are a faithful God. You are a present help in times of trouble. You are help in ages past and our hope for years to come. Forgive us if I prayed against you in any way. Let's ask for more righteousness, O Lord, we pray thee. We pray thee, O God, grant the Holy Spirit to teach us your word. Because truly we cannot understand your words except the Holy Spirit teaches us. We study your words today. Teach us, O Lord, from above. And help us understand and live by your word. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. For your name we prayed. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12, we're reading from verse 7, and it says, Unless I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me, and said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore would i rather glory in my infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me people give so many reasons of what the thorn in the flesh might be but friend our focus should be the message that paul is trying to pass here I love a hymn that says, Though he give it, or he take it, God's own children never forsake it. It's his lovely purpose solely to preserve them to be pure and holy. Friend, the purpose of the thorn in the flesh in Paul's life was to preserve him to be pure and to be holy. And I said, he would rather glory in his infirmities that the power of Christ may be upon him. Friend, have you sought something from God and it seems not to be answering? Why not go to God in prayer and ask him why? It must actually be for your own good that his power might rest upon you. Friend, always remember, all things work together for good. For them that love God and walk according to his purpose. Joseph faced through some trials and afflictions in life, but were to prepare him for the glory that awaited him. Job also suffered some lack in life, but was actually to perfect his character. He said that what he feared the most has come upon him. And friend, perfect love casteth away all fear. Through that experience, his love was perfected and God restored all that he had. Sometimes our trials, our afflictions, is to work in us patience and to perfect our character. Because God's purpose solely is to preserve us to be pure and holy.
Verse 10 says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. He doesn't take glory in them because he enjoys them. Surely he cannot enjoy necessities. Surely he cannot enjoy reproaches. But for Christ's sake and his gospel, and that his power of Christ might rest upon him, he will have glory in these things, that he might be pure and holy in the sight of God. Verse 14 says, Behold, the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be burdensome to you. For I seek not yours, but you, for the children ought not to lay up for the parents, but the parents for the children. And I will very gladly spend and be spent for you, though the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. You rather choose to give and give and give than to receive. No wonder Paul said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Because he understood as he gives, God's blessings rest upon him and is able to give unto others. Is a call today once again for us to have a heart of giving and pray for it. Verse 16 says, But be it so, I did not burden you. Nevertheless, being crafty, I caught you with gal. Then make a gain of you by any of them whom I sent unto you. Verse 19. Again, thinking that we excuse ourselves unto you, we speak before God in Christ, but we do all things dearly beloved, for you edifying. Everything Paul did was to edify those that followed him. He didn't do anything to rob them off of what they had or to deceive them, but he sought to be a blessing to them and to exalt them that they might be better off. What kind of leader are you today? Are you robbing others of what they have? Or are you being a blessing to those that are following you? For contact messages on 0813434 I repeat that again, plus 23481. 34346526. Can also follow us to see our previous recordings on anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Let's bow seek the Lord in prayers. Oh Lord, truly necessities, reproaches, afflictions, trials can be painful. But help us, oh Lord, to joy in them. Knowing that all things work together for good because we love and work according to your purpose. Knowing fully well that the reasons of this and why you allow them is to preserve us to be pure and holy. Help us to be able to say like Paul that our glory in them that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Thank you Lord for answering prayers when you're still prayed. Amen. 